Hello and welcome to the unofficial, unsanctioned women's UCI cycling show. My name is Dan, and with me, as always, to talk all things, all things cycling, is my good friend Sarah. How are you, Sarah? I'm all right. How are you? Yeah, I'm pretty good. I'm I'm pretty good. I, honestly, to to be completely honest, I am on a little bit of a post Giro Rosa sort of like. Not blues, but, you know, just like a, a fade out. Like, oh, my God, I wish that was still going. Um, mostly because people keep talking about some boring race in France with guys. Uh, did you know guys ride bikes, like race them? That's so weird. Yeah, I've, I've heard, I've heard yeah. that they kind of ride, ride, ride bikes. I don't think yeah. they're very good. Oh, all... I can't imagine. I mean, certainly there doesn't seem to be anywhere near as much attacking or awesomeness as there is when <laughs> women race bikes. Um but at the same time, I've also been like, oh my God, a little bit overwhelmed because, you know, when the Joe Rose is on, I can just kind of focus on it. And in in the time between that ending and now, there's been like four zillion different races. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, lots and lots of stuff going on. Um, so we've had uh, Tour de Bretagne. We've had the Benelux. Is it the Benelux Ladies Tour? Is that the official name? Benet. Benet. Benet Ladies Tour. Benet. 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 Just... Gonna, uh, it's dinner time. I'm starting to think about penne. I'm hungry. <clears throat> anyway, um, and we've also had um, Touring and Rundfahrt in Germany, which I love Turingen. I know it's like one of your favorites, and I mean, who doesn't love a good stage race? And you know, it, it's 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 one of those I really badly want to go there because, well, mostly because there's a brewery. There's lots of breweries, and they yeah. have a brewery sponsor. I've told you this, the most aggressive, right? It gets a little keg of beer at the end of the I day. And, and better for you, best for you. Um, riders like Emma Johansson, Emma once drank the podium beer that's very, very rich and dark, and it made her sick. So what she does is she takes a little sip and passes it to someone in the crowd. Yeah, see, uh, the problem is I, I need to find a way to guarantee that she doesn't pass it to someone different in the crowd, crowd every day. I need her to just... Like, I just need to be the designated give-it-to-me guy. Like, Well, tell you what, I, I, if, if you ever go to Turingen, I will buy you the beer so you can actually be watching on the podium with a beer in your hand. Well, yeah. I'll, what? I was going to be doing that anyway. Like, that's that's actually just me at a bike race. Beer okay, beer. a beer in both hands then, dear. Um, that is actually still just me at a bike race or a concert a beer in both- or a meeting at work or... <sighs> yeah. I've I've got a beer in both hands right now, like literally right now, a beer in both hands. So you know, I, I appreciate I appreciate you trying to help me out here, but what I really need is for riders to give me their podium beers when they don't need them anymore. That's what I. <sighs> anyway, I feel like we've gone off track really quickly. <laughs> I also feel like maybe we need to pause for a minute so you can pick your eyes up from wherever you rolled them to. <laughs> <laughs> you know I rolled them so hard I injured myself the other week. <laughs> I think you rolled them so hard you threw the earth off its axis just then. <laughs> yeah, well, which race should we start with first? How about the Tour Feminine de Bretagne? Okay, let's let's do that then. So I'm just going to go out on a limb and, uh, and say based on the name that we're talking a French race that doesn't have men in it. We are talking a French race that doesn't have men in it. We're talking a four-stage French race in Bretagne and France, which is apparently very, very beautiful. Um, 
it was a you know it's a it's four stages one ITT um I'm guessing from the fact that I'm guessing the fact that Kirsten Veeld won the final stage that there was some sprinting in it um so yeah we had um Ilaria Sanguinetti won so won the first stage solo um which to put her in the in the um in the in the in the leader's jersey. Yep. Uh, Tatiana Antish, Tatiana Antoshina won the ITT ahead of Sylvia Valsecchi and Christine Mayorus. And then um Miyuko Hagiwara mm. won the, uh, won stage three in a with a solo solo attack. Um won 38 seconds ahead of a gigantic great big bunch led by Emily Moberg. Which... And then Kirsten Veeld stomped all over the final stage. <laughs> Stompy, stomp, stomp, stomp styles. Um, it was very cool to see Mayuku continue her winning ways following her stage win in the Giro. Um, did you see the interview with Rochelle Gilmore that um, Ella Cycling Tips did um, about her, her progress and what it's been like to work with a, a rider from Japan? No, no. What did they say? Oh, yeah. Well, okay. That was a really interesting article. Um, so it was a little bit of a profile of Mayuko, but from the point of view of um, Rochelle sort of talking about um, deliberately wanting to bring a rider from Japan along because obviously Wiggle um, Honda is their other sponsor. And yeah. um, and so, you know, she she researched her riders and Mayuko had been Japanese champ for several years and all that sort of stuff. But when she first came to the team, she didn't speak much English and, and how she really, really applied herself and, you know, was learning English quickly um, and was studying tactics and stuff because she hadn't raced in Europe before and just doing everything that she could. She was, you know, training with men and and um, and all of these different things that she was doing just to try and, you know, get herself up to where she felt she could. And, and the more she did, the more the team sort of saw and responded to it and, and how it's been this kind of thing that's really... Um, well, I mean, I'm inferring a little bit now because she didn't say this in, in so many words, but but sort of has really helped bond the team in a lot of ways too because everyone's just been so excited to see how Mayuko has developed over the last couple of years. And um, and so, yeah, it finishes with the, the you know, not entirely surprising um, suggestion from a, a team owner that they're, <laughs> that they're right, uh, maybe, maybe one day we'll win the Giro overall. <laughs> <laughs> so take that with as much salt as you feel you need to um but yeah it, it was it's just a nice little it was a very nice story about you know the background and and i think to take the view of the development of a rider over a couple of seasons um i yeah i liked it yeah because it's interesting because um they did wheel honda did have a big big shake-up of their riders this year didn't mm. they mm. like they obviously um the british trackies just got you know were, were, went and they you know shook it shook up so it was quite interesting anyway that mayuko was there yeah. because it, it was it's it's it, she wasn't just she wasn't just like this token japan there's i think sometimes there's a kind of worry i have a worry that you take on a rider when you've got a sponsor like that as your kind of you know token japanese your token yeah, Brit, your token yeah. whatever do you know what i mean and and it's it's really good to see that that's not what was happening you know that's not what yeah. was happening there yeah. because you know you you can oh yeah you know wheel it's not like she's a mascot do you know what i mean you can just no, wheel her out for totally. honda or whatever it's it's yeah it's been really good and and, and her progress has been getting demonstrably better oh you know significantly uh, so particularly over the last year i mean you know as we saw in stage three of the giro last year yeah. when she made that podium on a quite difficult climby stage well no because she because because she was and the way that she did it was so interesting because mm. the the um other 
the other riders, you know, were out there, and there was that breakaway with Annemiek van Blursen who won the stage. Yeah. And um, Mayuko jumped across. You know, they, I think they'd got to the top, got got to the like top of the one of the climbs, or she attacked on the climb, or something like that. Yeah. And jumped across to get there, which was really quite an interesting move. Like, you know, like that's that take that takes guts, doesn't it? Yeah. You're kind yeah. of going, I've... yeah, I've got to, I, you know, if I want it, I've got to take it. You know, and yeah, I like yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of. I, I, I guess you know, for for one of a slightly overused term in cycling, there was a lot of panache to it, wasn't there? You know, just the yeah. just the take your chances and, and really go for it, which I always really appreciate because, and, and I'm not suggesting this happens all the time, but there, you know, one of the things that we talk about a lot in terms of tactics is that there's this real tension between, you know, sort of playing it safe and sitting in and and just hoping that you you can make it work closer to the end or whatever, and then there's that that other point where you where you just kind of screw up all your courage and just go, fuck it, this is my move, I'm going for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and Miyuko had been in so many breakaways in mm. the Giro, in the, in, you know, in the Giro this year. It's just, it's just nice. I, I, it's not like, I don't know, maybe I do think some riders deserve it more. You know, like, like it just feels nice when, yeah. it's nice when you see, um, you well, know, it's, it's nice when you see riders get their first UCI podium. Yeah, been really, yeah. Really trying for it. And, and it's, you know, nice, it's, it's nice when it's riders that you, you genuinely like and respect. And I think, I I think part of it for me too was was and we commented on this at the time um it, it was really interesting to see how popular she is just in the peloton in general i mean everyone came out to congratulate her for that yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and i mean i know I mean, we talk about it being a close family and a close sport and all that sort of stuff but you know like yeah it was it was definitely a special thing for for yeah a whole bunch of people yeah it's and it's fun it's nice to it's just it's I think that was one of the things that made it quite an interesting Giro for me was mm. that it there were a lot there were like you know new riders yeah. on the top do you know what I mean and yeah. and riders who hadn't won stages before you know Meg, Megan Guarnier winning her first stage there when yeah. she yeah. she'd worked so hard the year before and she'd mm. had that you know had, had that asthma attack and stuff like that um on the you know when she and she was just, and again she'd you know she tried she tried to get away and so there's something nice about seeing it and and it's not so much riders that come up out of nowhere it's more that thing of riders who who yeah they've put in their graft and you can yeah. see them develop well that was always, exactly yeah yeah i mean that that was always my thing against the you know andy why i could never be a fan of andy schleck for example was because you know he had his very well documented things that he wasn't very you know wasn't so good at you know yeah. like descending um <laughs> descending time trials sprints flats right handling, yeah and, and you know <laughs> and, and they're doing yeah <laughs> <laughs> changing his gears <laughs> but, then, but then he was very good he was very very good at climbing in the high alps looking like a meerkat so that that that, that is that's i have to give credit where it's due that's a skill yeah. not many riders have so but I, I mean i guess i mean i think you know and there was people who was and you know people even who were his friends and his team saying you know if you want to get i think it was fabian cancellara when he was on his team going if you want to get good at a time trial you have to go and live on your time trial bike you know yeah. what i mean yeah. you have to you have to be prepared to just, just go and ride. learn your yeah, lines, rail it and, and all that yeah you know, just take it, take it riding in all the awful places, like take your time trial bike up a mountain, you know, like it's, it's, it will be horrible, but that's how you learn. And I think, I think my kind of prop, so my prop, the reason I could never really get behind him so much was because it just felt like he didn't do that. 
and and I mean, and especially when in in our side of the sport, where you have people like you know Emma Pooley going away and learning to descend, and you know Megan mm-hmm. Guarnier again, you know she she I you know uh, her husband said that she identified that that psych that that descending was you know was one of the yeah. things she was less good at. So she really 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 worked, worked on, on it. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and, and then even when you've got you know Mariana Voss going away and going, okay, I'm not a stronger climber, so. I will yeah. start the course and I will learn where I can make up time and I will I can lose a minute here and I will make it up on the descent or you know whatever yeah. all that and Mariana Mariana coming away every year having learned having learned and practiced and put things and that's that's one of the reasons why I get sometimes frustrated when people go oh you know women's cycling is boring Mariana Voss is just so much better but the thing is is everyone else you know the, the trouble is is that Mariana steps up poor Mariana Mariana <laughs> steps up um, every year but you know, yeah. I, I, which is a shame for everyone else who also steps up every year because you know damn well, it damn yeah it. It, it, well that's true but it's also it's also starting to shift because you know we are seeing now more riders um doing that more often and um and it's flattening across the the top echelon of the sport but also um as you say about you know Mayuko and and Megan is we're starting to see more riders get those first wins and and the start of these things you know really really coming into the I guess the next cycle the next revolution um can I work in any more wheel-based metaphors no I wasn't. Well, you, you know, you do. You do. Um, are, are you feeling tired? <laughs> Jeez, puns are always wrong, Sarah. That was terrible. Oh, oh they're all right when you do them, but not when I do them. Yeah, I'm. I'm Australian. Hypocrisy's our thing. So, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not just drunkenness. Um, speaking of Mariana, she's not going to be racing this season. Um, I I feel like I've heard that story announced like 15 times yeah, this year. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was going to say, like, to be perfectly honest, I mean, I guess, you know, first time around it was like, oh, for the first part of the season, I always kind of was just like, yeah, not this year. I mean, I... I <laughs> did, did you know I interviewed her the other week? <laughs> <laughs> no, I had no idea. Please tell me more. <laughs> did, did, I, did, I, did I mention it on our site, <laughs> prowomencycling.com? You can listen to her talk. Oh, God. Of all the shameless plugs we've ever done, that's going to be one of the most egregious... I know when you when you just when you just horrify even yourself. <laughs> well, not so much. But, me. I'm easily horrified, but when we're horrifying you, wow. Wow, yeah, I'm. I'm... <laughs> Is now the time to tell you I'm not wearing pants? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm assuming that's the American style. Oh pants, right, but... yeah. I always forget that pants means something different in England. Oh wow. Okay. Well, I'll leave it to the the listener's imagination. So, yeah. I, I can tell you, dear listener, we have never done this on, we've never podcasted on video chat. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> oh, um, anyway. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes, yeah, so you were speaking with your good friend, Mariana Voss. <laughs> Well, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that, but if you said it, I wouldn't stop you. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, she was saying that that she had, you know, she was saying that she that you know she wants to get completely one hundred percent better, and 
I just I feel so sorry for her because she loves bike riding. Yeah, you know, she's in it. That was the interesting thing. Was she saying that actually the good thing that's come out of it is 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 reminding her that she really loves bike riding. You know, because she's saying that you know the motive. You know, she, she, the the mo- you know she's the motivation is definitely there to yeah. keep racing. Yeah. I mean, that's the classic. That's a classic boring Marianne Voss interview question, isn't it? <laughs> hey, Marianne, how do you? Um, I didn't ask that, of course. How did you? <laughs> how do you? Keep- how do you keep motivating when you've won everything? You know, when you how do you keep motivated when you've won everything? And it's yeah, it's it's kind of. And she it, was just it, like, I'd like to thank my parents and the academy and God and um, oh, my cast and crew members and. I do have an apology to make, by the way. Oh really? To whom? To Jens. Oh, uh, I was all excited. I thought maybe you'd apologise to me finally. What for? Uh, any number of things. I mean, honestly, the list is pretty long at this point. Um, yes, okay, yeah, because you, after I valiantly tried to defend his honour last week and, and you just shot him down and were just terrible about his prediction. Yeah, and actually, because I thought his prediction had been, yeah, Anna van der Breggen will win the ITT and then, um, and then, and then Mara won't be able to make us up in the mountains. And I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, right, that's a bit like saying, I think, you know, that, that's not a very hard prediction. Fabian Cancellara will do well in this time trial. Um, Anna van, uh, you know, uh, Lisa Brunauer will do well in this time trial. Um, but no, he had actually predicted it pretty much down yeah, to the actual like, well, number he, of He said time, two, so. two and a half minutes and the, the gap was 2.29. So he... He pretty much got it. It's true. It is. True. Yeah. So I'm sorry. He was great. But you know, um, broken clocks are right twice a day. So you know. I can't believe I'm trying to be nice and rescuers, and you're just. <laughs> oh, what you you think? I, I I'm working on the assumption that I'm completely safe because I'm not the one who's betrayed his honor and accepted a, a invitation to Norway this week. So. You know. I am going to go to the ladies' tour of Norway. I am a little bit overexcited about <laughs> it. Carl Lima from High Tech has, has 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 arranged it for me, and I am a little bit overexcited to go to be going to Halden in Norway. Oh my god! I've always wanted to go to Norway. Uh, awesome! I am going to contact every black metal magician that I can find and get them to summon trolls and stuff for you. Ooh, that makes it even better. Um, if you um, are thinking, oh, that's a shame, Sarah. I can't go to Norway. I just live in London and, you know, and it's so far away. I wish I could go somewhere exciting. Um, if you can get to London on the 1st of August, uh, it's the the, the G, GP Ride London. GP. <laughs> the Prudential Ride London? How is it that I know that? That's This is wrong, mate. This is just... Oh. <laughs> and on the Saturday, there's a women's crit outside Buckingham Palace. It's basically down the mile uh, around St. James's Park, past Buckingham Palace. Um, uh, it's uh, very pretty, and I'm going to go yeah, there. And the rumour is that um, the, the Princess Kate's going to be racing, which is amazing. So, yeah. I don't know who Princess Kate isn't is. Isn't she Kate? Didn't she, isn't that the one that married your king, William, or whatever? Oh my God. Ugh. Um, I don't, I don't know. they're your monarchs, not mine. Well, they're yours. They, they're as much yours as they are ours. Whatever. You're, you're, you're all God save the queens. You're the ones that celebrate what? them coming to your God country. Save the queens. You are. You're what? all. You're oh, all. Our national anthem's terrible. Can we? Uh, can we? Um, can we, you know, dear, 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 dear royal family, will you please come back? Oh yeah, to Princess Mary, who's the king of Denmark. Yeah, because Scandinavia is <laughs> awesome. 
and she's from Tasmania, so of course we like her. There, you know, we wouldn't bring those royals back. They're the yeah. best. Anyway, um, I feel like we've like even for us, I feel like we've wound up yeah. way off anyway, topic. What I was going to say is, hey, dear listener, do you want to come for a drink with me? Um, we're going to the. I've I've decided unilaterally that the place we're going to meet. But this is because Adrian took me there last year, and it was such a great place to meet that I thought, yeah, let's do that again. So we're going to go to the ICA Bar. That's the Institute of Contemporary Arts Bar, um, which is on the Mall after the race. I think I'm probably going to see the podium. And then head down. So, yeah, come come to the bar. I will probably, I don't know, maybe I should wear something that gives me away or something. But, <laughs> um, mm, yeah, I might just be the loud one in the corner. A um, in your hat or something, yeah. Yeah, you should think, yeah, dear listener, if you've got an idea of what I can wear to make myself. <laughs> or have a, have a code phrase. <laughs> <laughs> or, or conversely, just walk into the bar and listen for someone going, they're all amazing, I love them all. <laughs> <laughs> well, the tradition, that, I mean, St. James's Park is the traditional place where um, spies used to you know, meet. The, the, the kind of cliche of British spy stuff is, you know, oh. two spies feeding the ducks in St. James's Park next to each other, you know, oh, and, right. and, 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 and you know, or leaving, leaving a dossier. Yeah, kind of, you know, going, sitting on a bench and leaving the dossier there and, and um, in, hidden inside the newspaper and stuff. So, you know, St. James's Park is that traditional place for spy stuff. But so if I wore a pink carnation or something, I might end up, I don't know, inadvertently, uh, uh, well, especially, inadvertently getting involved in a Bourne film or something. <laughs> I was going to say, especially once the NSA have finished, you know, um, trawling through this podcast for code words. <laughs> You're doomed now. You're on all the watch lists. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on all the sexy watch list, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I know you and your I know I know you and your secret hopes for NSA lady. Um, <laughs> anyway, was there more racing? So the turn of Britannia. Um Ilaria Sanguinetti had become the leader in the first stage and kept it all the way through, so she won. Um yeah, uh, Ilaria, she's she had a doping ban a couple of years ago because she'd um used a used one of those um topical sprays that were full of stuff that oh, metabolizes into okay. drugs and stuff right. so yeah <laughs> um so yeah interesting race um then there was at the same time the tour the the, the ladies tour of yolin dora <laughs> well honestly if you're gonna have a tour called the benet tour and you're going to have the belgian champion um i mean it, it's pretty fitting really yeah, and they're on the first day. So the Benet Ladies Tour is three stages. Um, it's, you know, half in the Netherlands, half in Belgium, you know, in that kind of Zeeland province in the kind of, you know, crossing the, crossing the border. And it's, it's yeah, last year, um, Jolene had won the two sprint stages, but Emma Johansson won the overall with her excellent time trial. This year, Emma Johansson was in Turingen. And on the first stage... that. So Yoni was part of a Wiggle Honda team that only had four riders. Yep. But, but when two of those four riders are Yoni Dora and Chloe Hosking, and it's all flat <laughs> and full of wind and full of cobbles and, you know, basically <laughs> brutal. So they're like looking, I'm looking at it on the first day and there's this breakaway, which is Yolene and Chloe and Flercher Mackay and, and, and Eleanor Cicchini. Oh my, <laughs> oh my God. God. <laughs> That is one hell of a breakaway. Yes, 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 it is. 
Um, oh. So obviously, uh, Chloe was working her socks off for Yolene. Yolene won with Flirtia second, Elena, uh, Elena Cicchini third, mm. Chloe fourth, and then 24 seconds later, Lucy Garner bringing a thundering sprint for fifth place. Um, <laughs> um, second stage 2A was an ITT, 6.3 kilometres. Um, yep. Yolene won that one too. <laughs> Of course she did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is basically a little bit like the, um, what was it, Criterium International for years was was unofficially called the the Yen's Invitational. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. this is the Yen's Invitational. So when they had the ITT in the morning and the afternoon, they went straight to for a uh, 100-kilometer stage race with cobbles and stuff. Oh, Yolene won the bunch sprint there. (laughs) Felicia Mackay and Sarah Mustanen. Um, So, yeah. At that point, she was leading because <laughs> they also had bonifications. Uh-huh. And on the final, final stage, it's like, oh, can can Yolene win four for four? But no, because Alison, Alison Tetrick, USA rider for yep. Optum, um, had a gutsy, gutsy, gutsy single, gutsy single move attack and won solo uh-huh. with Lucy Garner again winning the bunch sprint for second. Lucy yeah, Garner's yeah. had some injury problems this year, so it is great to see her winning these. But even if even if it's not the, yeah, the win, you know what I mean. Them. Even if it's for the minor place, it's good to see her on the pointy end of the bunch and, and you know, going for it. Yeah. Um, also, shout out to Flirty Mackay, who is so much fun. When I went to Energy Water, the fun thing about it, about about Flirtia, was she's always at the start of each race lining up early. Like she was, she's only, she's, I think she's only 20. Um, she might even just be 19. She's, she was a very, very good junior. And she's, um, and she's like got that kind of, right, I'm going to start, line up early because I want to be in the front. I want to be where the first yeah. move goes. I want to yeah. do it. And, and it's great because she's, she's one of those riders that's developing and learning and honing her craft. And yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and turning up early together, intel on all her rivals. Yeah. Well, turning up early to chat with all of them in this really happy, smiley, friendly way. She's a really super friendly rider. You or or she's yeah. super calculating. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so it was um, Yolene winning, uh, Flirtia Mackay second, um, Eleanor Cicchini third. And the other interesting thing was that um, Flirtia Mackay had won, was, and Eleanor Cicchini had both won those stages in the uh, in the uh, Elsie Jacobs tour, yep. both from bonkers breakaways that had only just made it yeah, before the yeah. and swallowed and, them up. I mean, <laughs> when we say only just, I mean, literally, you know, like, I think one of them was maybe 50 metres, roughly, like, yeah. just made it. Yeah, yeah, like three seconds and yeah. stuff. It's crazy. So, yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so so that was the Benet Ladies tour. They had and there's the, there's videos of this um, which we'll put on our blog, prowomencycling.com. Um, and yeah, and it, they had a lovely, really, really good um, tweeting from Swabo Ladies team, and also that the race tour that the race races did did themselves. So it was a really nice, you know, you couldn't watch it live, but it was a really nice, fun one to follow. Lots of pictures, yeah, lots of riders out there. So um, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, nice, lovely race. But the biggest race, of course, has yeah. been Stürdingen. Exactly. Meanwhile in Germany. Meanwhile in Germany. Yeah, so um, for those who may not already be familiar with Turingen Rundfahrt, it's uh, eight stages over seven days um, in Germany. Yeah. 
Um, so, you know, that classic quirk of, of UCI rules that means that your stage race can't go more than seven days. Um, so you jam two stages into a day because, you know, <laughs> women's cycling just loves to give pain to the cyclists. <laughs> yeah, what do you want to give? You want to give pain, more pain. <laughs> And yeah, so um, an exciting week of of racing. I mean, holy shit, dude! Talk about highs and lows this week. I'll get into it a little bit more as we go. But man, a couple of couple of real heartbreak stories over the course of the week. Um, so stage one was a sixty six k around the town of Gotha. I th- I'm just gonna say, like, I'm just gonna say Gotha, now. I, think. I, I, I just want to. I want to say something about this race because sure. when I say this, if people have heard me talk about Turingen before, you've heard me say this before, so I apologise. But one of the so it's run by Vera Holfeld, who's a former Olympic uh, German rider. She used to ride with um, Judith Arndt and Hanke, uh, and against Hanke Kupfenagel and with Ina Joko Teutenberg and stuff. So she knows. Yep. And, and it's in East Germany, and it's part in Turingen. It's part of East Germany where a lot of the young people leave to get to go to the cities. And it's it's very beautiful. I'd never been to East Germany before, and it's kind of like these. It's a very pretty part of the country, but kind of very very unique as well. It's not like spectacular scenery. It's just kind of wow, this is pretty and interesting. Yeah. yeah. Every stage has got a ton of cobbles in them, and it's like I think we talked about this before where. These are not like your nice, rounded, gentle cobbles like you have in, I don't know, the Arenberg Forest or something <laughs> like that. These are like sharp bits of flint that are chucked down on the edge of the, um, you know, chucked down into, with, which have like, you know, sticky up sharp edges. And then you'll go into another set of really rough, broken cobbles and you get to, and then you go uphill on another cobbled street that's mm. a different kind of hideous, painful cob- cobble again. So it's quite, it, it's, it's interesting. But the other thing is, is each stage starts and finishes in the same town and passes through it and you yeah. know we've talked about this before the the smell of sausages everywhere and beer stands and local you know local basically little like little little fairs and and just yeah, just chance some markets and things each. Yeah. yeah and in a different you know in a, in a different small town and you know hanker kupfenagel comes from one of the comes from the area so there's a hill that's called the hankerberg yeah. you know that that's, yeah. that's been named after her and you know, it's just—it's a lovely race to go. I mean, if you if you like that if you like that neck of the woods, it's a really good one to go and see because you know it's just it's it's just yeah. nice. And this, you know, these things like having lots of children on the podium, you know, to present the prizes and yeah. and I don't know if Robert Forsterman was there this year. I haven't checked, but you know, like like just little things that are kind of nice, like little touches that, that make you make make you love that race. So, yeah. but it's also very—it's not. It's, it's not mountainous, no, but, it's but it's tough, very hilly. Tough, very tough. Lots of lots of really punchy hills and and things. And I mean, there's a couple of sort of flat-ish stages, sorta. But there's a lot of you know, there's a lot of um, uh, I guess you know, sort of classicy stuff. But but stuff that over the course of eight stages just really takes it out of the legs. Yeah, have you seen? Did you see the photos from Velofocus? Yeah, um, yeah. he's got. He's, there's there's one of them. I think it's um, I can't remember which stage it is. Possibly stage two, stage three, where they go up this hill, where, where, where it includes this hill in this town, and it's it's this cobbled hill, and it's one of those things where you can see just by the houses, you know, on yeah. one side of the house, it's the front door, you know, the front door just steps onto the street, and by the time you get down to like the second window, there's a basement. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in that so it's kind of um it's 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 
it's got a lot of toughness and it's it's those kind of like little tiny climbs that that are just brutal and especially when people are attacking over them and you can't you know you can't really relax so yeah yeah totally yeah totally and um, velo photos are gorgeous if you go to com, they're always great um him and balan handvass's photos on cyclephotos.co.uk you can see just they're just nice and they tell the story and they have lots of pictures of you know before and after and what it looks like it's not just your i mean yeah, you've got a lot of standard here's a rider racing down a street yep. but he, he get, he's got a lot of like pictures of what the what the what the neighborhood's like you know what it's actually like just living there exactly you know? there's a lot of atmospheric sort of stuff as well yeah yeah yeah. So anyway, highs and lows, highs and lows. Highs and lows, yeah. So so stage one round Gotha, um, 66K, so not super long. Um, for those not familiar, one of the things about uh, women's stage races is that you have to average, I think it's 100 kilometres a day, isn't it? Um, so yeah, if you've got, yeah, yeah if no, you, no more than no more than a hundred yeah, points. Yeah, as an average. So when you've got stages, and there are a couple of later stages that are over a hundred k's, you've got to offset that um, with yeah. shorter stages in other places. And this is um, one of the things the UCI is working on changing because you know we've talked. To, I talked about it with um, yeah. Guy Elliott from the women's um, from the Aviva Women's Tour that when you can have you know no state you know when you have to have special permissions to get a stage that's over 125 kilometers and you have to get you know and you have to be doing this maths all the time about yeah. oh my god average average length and it's such a short average length yeah exactly and it's just weird so um it is good that they're they're looking to change it anyway um so this one finished in um a bit of a sprint uh one by lisa brunauer of uh, velocio sram um, and claiming the leader's jersey. In second was Lotta Lepisto from Bigler. Um, Emily Collins, who's riding for Tibco, uh, was in third. Um, and Karma Small in fifth for Bigler. And Sarah Roy for Orica was in fifth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, interesting interesting first stage, um, particularly with a couple of Bigler riders in the, in the top five. Um, yeah. Stage two was the, the first real... Holy shit! That's just a painful story, kind of, kind of stage. Um, and the big story of the day was basically so. Um, Taylor Wiles from Velocio um, went on the attack. Uh, uh, sorry, let me actually go back just slightly. So this is in the town of Erfurt. I, my German's brilliant. That's how you pronounce it for sure. Um, <laughs> And you actually studied German, didn't you? Oh, I've got the excuse I, that I've never even learned German. I, I, did, keep, I, I I'm, I'm basically Dankeschön. And um, I suppose the thing is you did study German in Australia. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. And, and in, in my first year of high school, so it's not like it, you know. Can you, can, you say, can you say it in Australian? Can you say it as if it's a place in Queensland? Effort. And, nah, it'd be uh, here, it'd be... Um, oh, yeah, here, here it'd be more effort. Effort, effort, you're in it. Effort, yeah. Effort, mate, yeah. You want to go to effort, yeah. Well, can you say can you say Turing and Runfart in in Australian for me too? Yeah, Turing and Runfart. Tringin. <laughs> it'd be Tringin for a start, and then it's run- got th. You know, it's got a th at the beginning. Yeah. Not Tringin. 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 Yeah. Yeah. No, because that's how Australians say th. Okay. So. Well, it's actually our T's sort of become D's, so it's a very economical language, Australian. So anyway, um, so yeah, round uh, round the town of Airfoot, it's um, 103 kilometres. 
there's a small breakaway um, with, um, uh, I think, about three riders up the road. So Eugenia Bujak, Amanda Spratt, and Paulina Brezhnia Benkowska um, uh, are up the road. Um, getting towards the big climb of the day, Taylor Wiles has been working in the bunch to try and protect Lisa, keep her in, in the right position, um, and has sort of been planning because uh, this stage was identified as one where where their domestics would sort of have the opportunity to ride for themselves should it come up. So she sort of had this plan to attack. So she goes on the attack, gets over to the break, attacks the break, gets out, and builds up a nice solid lead of roughly 30 seconds thereabouts. Taylor, because, Taylor. because, because but you know what we completely forgot? We forgot to say that Lisa Brunauer won the first stage. I'm pretty sure I said it. I'm pretty sure I did say that. But okay, Lisa Brunauer did win the first stage. So anyway, Taylor is now up the road with about 30 seconds um, on her way in, basically doing um, you know a 20k time trial to to the finish line. She's a very good time trialist. And she is a very good time trialist, and she is mentally all over this. This is and her... we are so excited about yeah. Taylor. Getting Super excited. To take She's a because great Taylor rider. so deserves this. Yeah. She's worked her yeah. socks off for totally. her teammates. She works so hard for her team. She's a great person. Um, she listens to the show all the time. Is a big fan. Hi, Taylor. Um, and and <laughs> that's not that. that's you know, a lie. And, and um, has you know worked hard for the day, but her day's gone to plan. This is this is what she was planning to do, and it's working, which you know is awesome. And um, around about five k from the finish, she comes up to a turn, basically coming off a motorway, um, and all of the race vehicles are pulled over, and she's she's yelling which way, which way, and no one is answering. And she's looking around for the markers that have been around the course, you know, the little yellow signs or whatever that point which way to go. And all of a sudden, this police motorbike um, heads off to, I think it's to the left, turns, turns in one direction or whatever, and she follows it. And it's the wrong way. Oh, no. So she realizes pretty much straight away because she can tell from just from where it's taken her that she's going away from where she needs to go. She has to stop, turn around, and go back. By the time she gets back, it, it's thrown her about 2k total out of her way and yeah. and the chases have passed her and so eugenia bujak um who's riding for btc city Ljubljana, um actually crosses the line for first won the stage amanda I didn't think didn't, didn't think that she'd won either no she, she didn't, didn't think that she'd won. She, she assumed because they didn't see it she assumed that taylor had crossed the line in first you know you know what this this just reminds me of a couple of years ago. Well, in the in the dear departed, late lamented Turtle Load. This yep. happened to poor, I think, Annemiek van Vleuten and Luce Hunewijk, who mm. crossed the line together, holding hands, super happy, having won yeah. the stage, only to find out they'd been misdirected. And while they'd been getting back on track, someone else, um, Catherine Curry Mattis, had taken over from them and, yeah, and actually yeah. won. Ah, oh! this was the work. This was kind of the oh. other way where, oh, God. This is, this is the other way. And then even worse, when you read Taylor's stage reports, so Taylor was actually providing um, daily updates for, for Ella. Um, and when you read her report and her account at this stage, the part that just makes me go, oh, my God, how did you not just die of a broken heart was that she could see them the whole way no they were in sight but she couldn't catch back up oh and, 
God. I just, like, I'm reading that trying not to cry. I can only imagine what that must have felt like. And this is fucking stage two, man. She's got to back up and do six more stages. Oh, God. And and, and Taylor, damn it to hell. It's so unfair. It's it's not like... It's, it's not like she's, I don't know, I don't know, a rider, a Rasala Levita who's just come back from an EPO band. <laughs> or, 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 you know, yeah, Hannah Sullivan not, or someone like that. Yeah, it's not like this is someone that it's hard to be happy for. Like, or, 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 or someone who wins all the time. You know, some, yeah. it's not like it's someone who's, oh, well, you know, then then's the breaks, you get yeah, lots of other yeah. wins. She rides for her teammates, man. Oh, God. Anyway, so, yeah, that was, that was a bit gutting. traumatic. And, and I mean, traumatic and i do genuinely mean like obviously completely different level of degrees but it was traumatic enough like just reading about it so to to actually gone through it holy shit that's got to have sucked so yeah really feel for you taylor congratulations to eugenia though um you know who you know it happens yeah exactly it's not her fault and and by taylor's account she was incredibly gracious on the podium and 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 very supportive afterwards. Yeah, I mean it's it's I mean that that's the thing is it, it's yeah. shit for the winner as well. You know, the winner yeah, gets to yeah. the winner it's shit for the person who lost the win. But it's also shit for the winner who knows that actually shit that's not my win. Yeah, yeah. You know? Exactly. So, you know, but anyway, so them's the breaks. That's that's how it's worked out. Oh. Uh, yeah. The the rest of the group comes in um about fourteen seconds behind um the leaders. Um, and and uh, Lisa maintains the the leader's jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we move on to stage three, which is around the uh, the lovely little three A, three A of stage day, two stage day, because you know women fucking loves to give. And this is and also how do races deal with the fact that they're they're limited to only running for a week? Add in extra stages. Exactly, because they love to give pain. Uh, so around the, the beautiful town of Schmulm, uh, which again, that's exactly how you say it, and you will not. How do you be... say it in Australian? Oh, in Australian, that'd be that'd be Schmulm, Schmulm, something like that. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, Australians do weird things in the back of the throat, like just weird, weird. <laughs> that's not a euphemism. That's just a fact. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so this is the 19k time trial. Um, I'm just going to put it out there, Sarah. Do you want to take a guess at who won the time trial? In her world champion rainbow jersey on home German soil. With, with, with her be... latest jersey to protect. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, could that possibly be Lisa Brenauer? Yes, yes, yes it could. Yes, it can. Yes, it can. And congratulations but... to Lauren Stevens, who finished basically just a couple of nanoseconds behind I her. I was going to say, that's the, that's the thing that kind of jumps out, is that Lauren Stevens finished literally on the official time one second back. It was, you know, it was very close. And, so... and poor Taylor Wiles fourth. <laughs> I know, fourth again. And, and Carolel... <laughs> Carol Ann Canuel, uh, Canadian. So let's just Her go. Teammate, top no less. Four. Yeah, top four, three Velocio. Now, if if I had to ask you about worlds, and if there was a team that you liked for the team time trial, <laughs> would you would you dare to suggest anyone else? I mean, at some stage, Velocio won't win the TTT worlds. Yeah, yeah but. But honestly, it's more likely that Worlds will be cancelled before that happens. <laughs> uh, bold statement, I know, but, you know, anyway. Yeah, but remember back in 
the day, this Velo test team won every single TTT and was untouchable. Yeah. Oh, and then Velo and then Garmin. <laughs> so, so the moral of the story is stay away from Garmin. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Lada Lapisto for Bigler was in fifth. Emma Johansson was in at sixth. Um, and, you know, obviously working hard to, to shore up her shot at the GC. Uh, rounding out the top ten, we had Stephanie Pohl for the German national team. Trixie Warwick for Velocio again. Hayley Simmons from Pearl Azumi Sports Tours International. Uh, Eugenia Bujak was in tenth from BTC, so backing up yes. her been on the stage the day before. So what do you do after you've had a tough time trial in the morning, Dan? Yeah, do after you like, had a brutal, brutal time trial, probably stop and have a, a bite of lunch, maybe get a quick massage, and then, you know, go out for an afternoon training ride, or as women do, um, race. Race the fuck out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this one was a bunch sprint, wasn't it? It was indeed. So this is, uh, this is around Moraine, a 78.8k stage, and um, actually... Um, <laughs> so it's not very long. It's seventy-eight point eight. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So <laughs> when, not a, when was not a major when, one? Pretty straightforward. When was the when was the key attack? <laughs> uh, <laughs> when when did Gracie oh, Elvin so, attack no, sorry. in this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um. So it, this is this is one of my favourite things in all of cycling, and this is definitely one of my favourite things from the week because. Long-time listeners of the show, Sarah, will know that I'm a fan of long solo efforts. Um, I occasionally, like once a week, mention Tiff Cromwell's Zero Rosa win of 107-kilometer solo break. Um, <laughs> Usually you say it's 1,500. I think it's gone up so <laughs> has it got higher by now. She actually rode to the moon and back. It's um, that's that's just a rumor is actually that she she was the one that was peddling the um, the the satellite that just flew past Pluto um, on that stage. So, yeah. Anyway, um, so Gracie attacked uh, basically within the first 20K of the race. Because, well, I thought it's probably the first 50. <laughs> well, basically, it had to be on a 78.8K race. She, and didn't she, she have a 68K? 60, she was out for 60Ks. So... <laughs> Basically, at the 18-point-something-K mark, she went, fuck this, I'm off. <laughs> oh, well, I'm a, see, she's Australian, I'm Australian. I'm assuming that's what she said. But, you know, it's possible she's one of those polite Australians that no one understands. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so she she went out massive on the solo and, um, and won the stage, which is awesome. Um, and then Emma led in the, the bunch uh, 11 seconds back in the end to um to claim second on the stage lisa in third one second back from emma uh corinne rivera was in fourth and eugenia is in fifth uh so yeah um rounding out the top 10 there we had lauren kitchen in sixth lotta lapisto again for bigler joel newmainville for bigler amy peters and uh nikki harris from pearl Azumi. so uh that was the second stage on day three Exciting times. Uh, stage four, we're in Zulandroda, which doesn't sound like a pastry. That's a town. Zulandroda Mir. Mm, mm. And this one was um, a bit more of an actual sprinty finish um, and was won by Lotta Lapisto. Uh, mm -hmm. Emma came in second. Amy Peters was third. Uh, Yip Vandenbos for Park Hotel Valkenberg. Uh, was in fourth. Lisa Brunauer in fifth. 
Joel Mermainville, 6th, Emily Collins, 7th, Sophie Device, 8th, Kimberly Wells, riding for the Australian national team in ninth, and Elise Delzen for Velocio in 10th. Yes, and Lotto Lepisto was very, 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 very happy to win that stage. Yeah, it's actually very hard to tell from the photos of her crossing the line um, and from the video of the day, um, but she was actually pleased, yes. <laughs> just, just slightly, ever so just, just a little bit happy. Yeah. Um... <laughs> stage five um, in Gira, uh, 118k. So these these last few stages. Hankerberg. Was, Hankerberg. Was, yeah, 116 yesterday, 118 and 0.5 today. Um, and was notably won by Corinne Rivera for Team USA. Hang on, hang on, we've missed one, haven't we? No. No? Oh, yeah, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Counting. Difficult. Tricky stuff. But yes. <laughs> I, I'm um, having yeah, problems. So, so Corinne Rivera um, won the sprint from a, a small, I'm, small bus. I'm really happy for Corinne because she had that, she, you know the crash where Lizzie Armitstead won stage one of the Aviva Women's Tour yeah. and then crashed afterwards. And the me, all the media attention was focused on Lizzie. Oh my God, oh my God, Lizzie. But um, poor Corinne had, had to get out of Lizzie's way crashed and fractured her wrist and yeah. so it's amazing that she's back she, she was going around her team made her a fantastic um uh uhc the united healthcare sling made out of a bead on which was uh -huh. just adorable and yeah, you know yeah. and you're you know you're in a stage race in the uk you can't go home because you know you just have to sit there and suffer and turn up to the race every day and be asked hey how do you feel now that you crashed out of the race in a, in yeah, a crash yeah. you know but a poor Corin. So yeah, so Corin, Corin. She's yeah. It's it, that that was fun, and and she's won literally something like fifty six or fifty two titles in juniors. Yeah, yeah. And, like and again, literally a of, stupid um, number. Yeah, a, a genuinely stupid number. Um, and again, speaking of riders who looked you know somewhat muted as they crossed the line, um, the the photos of, <laughs> of Corin, uh, particularly particularly in light of someone who. <laughs> who was caught up in in, in Lizzie's post um, post line crossing celebration yeah. crash? Um, uh, pretty cool. So yeah, um, nothing nothing really changed on the GC from that stage, and um, and so I'm just going to move quickly ish onto the next one. So Lisa Bernal is still winning. Lisa still Lisa's still leading. Um, she's got a comfortable comfortable sort of lead and a pretty firm grip on the show on the the jersey. We're into the second last. Uh, day uh so um officially stage six because the two stage day are 3a and 3b uh this is around the town of schleitz and um is 129.2 kilometers is the longest stage of the whole race uh, and tough big yeah. climbs climbs and descents tough tough yeah and this hot, is this is hot, one that tough. hot tough you know just just roughness all around um but Happy days for Team USA because they won two in a row. So this one was won by Catherine Hall, um, and she won from a small break. With... Katie Hall, Katie Hall. Yeah. Nice to see her win actually, because again she's her and she's she was she my domestique of the year. I think she's like my most my most fun domestique of the year. Just watching her racing with Corin and the USA National Championships and the and the. Um, uh, the Philadelphia Classic, things like that, those American yep. races. She's fantastic. So, yeah. Nice. Well, um, she was in a two-up break with uh, 
Spratty, Amanda Spratt from Orica. Oh, Spratty. Yeah, yeah. And um, and you remember Spratty came second on, on that fateful stage too as well. So, um, you know, nice for her to have a couple of podiums. Um, and then basically the, the group came in um, about 40 seconds behind, uh, led by Amy Peters and Emma Johansson. A lot of Lapisto was right there. Lauren Kitchen came in sixth. Lisa, seventh. Lauren Stevens, eighth. Alexis Ryan, ninth. And Stephanie Pohl, tenth. All on the same time. So again, nothing's really shaken up on the, on the GC. Uh, which leads us into the last stage of the race. Dun, dun, dun. And this is a 98.9 kilometre and very similar to stage six in the sense that it's just a nasty, nasty stage. Lots of up and down, um, not super long, but punchy, painful climbs. And everyone's sort of, you know, it's been a week of hard racing. Everyone's tired and everyone's like, oh, for fuck's sake, can we just get it over? This is going to hurt. Um, and very obviously, because, you know, it's really hard to predict these things. Lisa's held the jersey now, you'll remember, the whole way from start to finish. Yeah. Um, so Velocio are working hard to try and protect their lead. And this is Orica's last chance to try and snatch it from them. Yes. And so, basically, um, by all accounts, and there's there's great, um, you know, comments on on um, all the major news outlets from from both teams about this. <laughs> that I, I basically. <laughs> <laughs> basically it boils down to holy fuck everyone attacked all the time <laughs> <laughs> I mean when your when your official quote from Emma Johansson is it was pretty epic <laughs> <laughs> I, I I mean and and I mean it wasn't just Emma it was like Orica just went straight for the throat on this stage. Like, it was every attack that they could from the very first climb in the earliest kilometre, and it was all of them. One would go, get reeled back in the next, to go get reeled back in next, and, and just over and over and over. And it was clear that they were, A, trying to get someone loose, um, which they did partway through the stage, um, but, but B, and all the way through, they were trying to basically just, just grind Velocio down. Um, and so while there was a, a small break in the middle of the day, it wasn't a good break for, um, for a couple of the teams. And so we got chased pretty hard the whole way. Eventually, Emma Johansson bridged across to it. And then, um, and then she and Caroline Canuel um, split off and got a, got a small lead. And so Caroline actually crossed the line first um, to take the stage for Velocio. And um, and also to try and steal back the um, bonus bonification second yeah, from Emma Johansson. Exactly, exactly, because it was all, it, it was every second was counting, and um, and then Spratty and um, Lauren Stevens uh, came in. They were the other two riders from from that that um, initial break um, for third and fourth. So Amanda Spratt, uh, three podiums. Uh, in the in Yay, the race, which is and awesome. she's she's had a bad yeah, and it's nice that um she's because you know she's been injured again this year yeah, but but, um, but, but what oh, I mean this is this is almost a good enough this is almost a good enough week for me to forgive her for instant coffee not quite but almost what um, happened to the GC though Daniel yeah well hey and so then everyone else comes in um so Amy Peters in fifth Alexis Ryan in sixth Joel Newmainville in seventh Lisa Brunauer in eighth uh, Polonia. 
Butagelge for ninth and Tatiana Gaderzo in tenth. They're a minute twenty six back. And how much had um, how much had Emma been had Emma been behind Lisa in GC? Oh my God! So we wind up with a situation where um, it was actually it was actually a little bit unclear at the end. Um, I don't know if you were seeing the results live, um, but there was actually kind of a um, what's the way to say it? Like a I don't want to say I don't, well, I don't want to say tense wait, but you know everyone's like kind of hanging around, going um um. How close? How adding close? up, adding up bonifications yeah. and yeah. taking away bonifications and yeah, yeah and, and yeah, and trying to work out, you know, where it ended up because the the thing was wasn't so much. It was clear that um, Lisa wound up far enough back, so she was a minute twenty six back on the stage. Um, so she was definitely not going to take the overall. Um, but, oh, she was gutted. Oh, absolutely. There's that gutted. photo of her but, just looking. But that was Dusted the thing is that that was the advantage for Velocio having Carol Ann in the break was that she was the next best rider placed on GC for them. And so it came down to how close are the bonifications. So your final time split overall was 10 seconds from Emma to Carol Ann. So, yeah, Orica managed to take away the overall win. They, they, they executed really well on the day. But yeah, absolutely. And, and I mean, fantastic so when I talk about for... highs and lows, that's the thing. Like, Orica had this really interesting week where, you know, a highlight stage win, an amazing performance all week from Spratty, a brutally brilliant last day, like just tore the race apart and, and took the overall. And then you contrast that with Velocio, who have raced their guts out all week and then had, you know, that brutally, you know, punishing result with Taylor on stage two and still race and they've held the jersey the whole week and then lose it on the last stage and and then lose it by 10 seconds. Ouch. Mm. All Ouch. that hurts. Mm. Mm. But so, nice for, I mean, Emma, good for Emma. I mean, Emma has not had a good year. No, no. And this a- is her, this is like, we're, we're clicking down to Emma's final 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 racing aren't we yeah, because yeah. emma is retiring after from from roads racing after rio yeah exactly so you know it's um it, yeah it, it it each each win becomes that much more important and the reason that emma's had a shit year is because she broke her she broke her um collarbone collarbone in Drenta, and she was back on in the Ronde van Vlaanderen of I think three weeks later. Yeah, yeah. But it meant that her whole see her whole classic season was basically fucked. And you know, I think it wasn't just for the for the uh, physical side, but also for the mental side. Yeah. Um, she came second in the Bowles Rental Hills Classic, and then she won Durango Durango into it. She loves those Basque races. She um, Emma. Let, if you don't know Emma's story, she in she was in Sweden. She um, decided, okay, the only way I can get to be a bike racer is to move away, and so she became an au pair. And she was she worked in um, in Spain and in, uh, and in 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 the Netherlands. I can never remember, and we never remember which round way way round. But you know, she loves the Basque Country because she used yeah. to work out there when she was working part time and began to cycle. So for her to win Durango Durango come second on stage one first and win stages two and four in the Macamine Bira and come third overall. Yep. You know, that's, that's yeah. And we've got to, looking ahead at the course, think, yeah, what's yeah. coming next for our Emma, Emma, for our Emma. 
because yeah that's that's a nice Absolutely. that's her first that's her first stage race win of the year which yeah. is very 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 unusual to say for emma it is it is um mm-hmm. i do want to and i know we've mentioned her a couple of times already but um i do really want to pay um one more one more bit of attention to amanda spratt because she wound up fourth overall on gc lovely spratty um you know only 20 seconds 26 seconds off um you know and that is a real tribute to the work that she put in all week and and you know the results that she got so you know well and also done. racing for emma too you know yeah yeah the... yeah you know and and honestly i i mean yeah we talk about how heartbreaking it is but once they've had a bit of time to get over that initial disappointment, I do hope that the writers from Velocio um, can look back with real pride because they've got a lot to be proud of yeah. in this race. And I think I mean, the, thi- the, thing about, the thing about Lisa is had she lost to Carol Ann, she mm. would have been delighted. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, you know, and and so it would have been, the, it would have been the great salve for, you know, for the disappointment of Stage 2 as well. You know, so it is just that... You know, it's that cumulative effect, but it was just amazing, you know, to to follow and the the tension and everything of the racing was just yeah, yeah, was yeah. just nuts. It was great, and and so now once again, I'm left with that. Oh my god, it's over! Uh-huh. Can't we well, please, you, please you know, we have more? Well, you know what we have on Sunday, dear. Beer. We have beer the on Sunday by the Tour de France. Ah, yes, 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 yes. We do indeed. Um, and that's going to be an interesting one too because, well, it's the second year now. Um, we know a little bit more about what to expect in terms of um, the it way. It's being very long. Yeah, and also, I, oh, look, I'm just going to say it and you can tell me I'm wrong if you want, but, like, it's not the most visually stunning race just because, I mean, I get it's the Champs-Élysées and, and that sort of thing and that's great, but... It, it's just because it's not very long and then because it's basically just like a trillion circuits up and down, up and down, up and down. It's, you know, it's not like you're going through a rolling countryside and there's only so many times you can go through that tunnel and feel mm-hmm. great about it, in my opinion. But that said, it's still going to be very exciting. So, you know, and I'm curious to see. And as you say, you know, given that, given that Emma is back to competing at the top level and in great form but also given the way that orica and velocio have both sort of really gone head to head over this last week and then you add in you know wiggles activity at, at different races and, and you see i'm waiting for you to say the rider i think is going to win well i'm just I'm, I'm kind of trying to mention everyone else come on lay it on us Kirsten Build. Yeah, of course. But you Stomp, know. stomp, stompity stomp, stompity stompity stomp. The only thing I think that can stop Kirsten last year, she was stopped by Mariana Voss. The thing I think that might stop her this year are the Americans and the American teams. Because this is a race that has wide so the thing that makes this different from the average race where you just go, Oh, Kirsten, it's got cobbles and it's and it's flats and it's brutal and it's and it's and it's vicious. Um you just go Kirsten. But the roads are very, very, very wide. And yeah. we saw Leo Kirk Leo Kirkman um come uh, third last year in, in in it, you know. And so I look I'm wondering about Hannah Barnes and Corin Rivera. Yeah, yeah. Well and as a pair. And this is actually something that we we talked about when um, Philadelphia was on, wasn't it? That that it is one of those sort of it's kind of like the inverse law of European cycling. That um, you know when the Euro teams go to America, uh, their tactics get a little thrown um, 
just by just by these big wide roads. Um, mm. And so, and that is something that Americans have a lot more experience with. And as you say, it, it's interesting because I'm not sure exactly what the right tactic will need to be, but it does open that that door just a little, doesn't it? You know, it, it just mm. it throws that little bit of doubt out there and goes, okay, maybe someone can can do it. So, mm. but I I have a feeling you're right. I I do think it's it's Kirsten's really. Really. Yes, although it is going to be amazing. I mean, we saw what form Yolene was on. Oh my God, Yolene yeah, and yeah. Yolene and, and you, when you've got Yolene and, and Bronzini working together. Oh my God! Actually, that's a really good point. Oh, I had. It's going to be. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I am not a fan of Lacrosse. I, I, I. It disappoints me every year. I think it's a sideshow. I'm. It's oh, less than ninety kilometers, man. Like fuck me. I don't understand why we've got such a. Sh- if you're going to have it, at least have it 125 kilometers. You know, like damn. And you know, we don't get to see the whole thing live. Yeah, and yeah. and it's and it's. Oh, and and when you think about what you know, it, it's basically. Yeah, it's, it's not uh, like last year. It's not like ASO deserve a cookie for it. No, no. Last year, exactly. Last year, it was like everyone was like, "Oh well, don't be so mean about it, Sarah. It's just the first year, and it can develop into something bigger." This year, exactly the same. Like, holy fuck, it's so unfair, and I, I just, I just, it annoys me. And we're going to see the same thing with the Vuelta, where we're all supposed to get super excited, and oh my god, look, this is, and it's great for the. It's, I think this is one of those paradoxes about women's cycling, isn't it? Things that are fantastic for the riders to experience. Yeah, racing on Champs Elysees in front of those amazing crowds, you know, people being able to watch them on TV, is great. But it's not the best race, you know. I mean, the good things are there is part of it on TV. Yeah, the good yeah. things are it does remind people who only watch cycling that women race bikes too when it's in in the tour. The 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 frust, you know, but that doesn't kind of cancel out the frustrations for me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and it is one of those ones. Like I do get its significance in terms of um, particularly a non-women cycling um, audience, you know, having something to, to look at. I get all of that, but at the same time, it's just like, I don't know. It is hard because there's so much. I mean, here we are, dude. We've literally yet again spent another hour without even trying talking about how fucking awesome three very different races have been in the last week. And So good. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not like we're short of content opportunities what we're short of is organizations like aso being willing to actually put some resources behind you know broadcasting them and showing them and yeah 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 um we do have to talk about bad things um this week too we have to uh well i I mean come on it's It's only the it's It's only the pan-america games it's like it's basically the commonwealth games of america it's not like it even matters no, but it does when they've been... The Pan American Games have been quite interesting because they've already busted 13 different athletes across the, across, yeah, um, across various different sporting. And one and of actually, them is a women's cyclist. And it's it's like in one of those least surprising... Um, if you're going to have a Pan American rider, one of those least surprising things, you know, you're 46 and you're competing at the... Uh, yeah. At, yeah. You had a a medal in Athens but in the Athens Olympics ah. and had it stripped away from you because you tested positive for yeah. banned stimulants. And, and then won it um, back on a legal technicality. <laughs> yeah, and then and then there have been other things throughout the the, the, yeah. the, the season. Yeah, step forward, Maria Luisa Calle Williams. Um 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and look, you're right. It is good that, you know, they're testing, they're catching people. I do. One of the things I actually really did like about that too, though, is um, because it, it sort of supports something that, that I kind of tend to think is quite true <laughs> is that a lot of other sports aren't necessarily as rigorous as cycling and as, as fraught as cycling itself is it's nice to see people in other sports getting popped as well oh yeah and the six nations rugby they're um they're currently like popping people left right and center but yeah she was um the 13th case so far um of people being Mm -hmm. popped for doping and you know and like you say this is not this isn't this isn't even a um it's the pan-american games it's not like it's the uh it's not like it's the olympics or the worlds or you know exactly uh, yeah, but yeah, basically they've got swimmers, baseball players, baseball players. Why wrestlers? Uh, Baseball's got a long and storied history of doping. It's just because it's it's primarily it's, it's primarily an American sport, so no one cares. Ah, uh, true. Um, um, no, no. Well, they like there's lots of um. Well, steroids were big in baseball. Power hitters, you know. So oh, I see. Yeah, so basically, yeah. you, you right? Okay, and I guess the running fast around the bits. It's just it seems like. Yeah, anyway. Just crap. Um, Anyway, yeah, so dopey dopey. I mean, I always feel slightly more betrayed when it's a woman than when it's a man. Um, I don't feel betrayed, but I guess I get what you're saying. I just think it's stupid. I'm saying everything is a question. (laughs) Have have you moved to California? Uh, yeah no i know what you mean it it is particularly you know as we talked about before one of the things um that's weird about the sport is because it's um not as well funded and and stuff it reduces the opportunities for doping um but it also when in in those rare instances when doping takes place it kind of um the the whole fucking sport down feels bigger yeah. The impact is bigger because, you know, it's not like we're having bundles and bundles of money and, oh, let's buy a million pound motorhome for one rider to race to sleep in. Oh, look, he can't sleep in it. That's a shame, isn't it? That's a million pound motorhome. It'll just sit somewhere else. I'm sure we'll use it for something else. You know, we're not that kind of sport, are we? Yeah, yeah. We're not the kind of sport with like tons of money. And so any anything that you do that makes even one sponsor go, oh, that looks a bit dodgy. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not good. Not good. Anyway, at least they're caught and and being dealt with. So you know, hooray. Right. Um, what else? What else comes up after the course? What have we got? Uh, well, right now we've got the um, Paracycling Road World Cup, the oh, latest yeah. round of Paracycling Road World Cup, which is on. So good luck to all the riders there. Um, we have uh, Erpa Mare, uh, which is a, a Lotto Cycling Cup race on the first. And on the second, we have on the first, we're also meeting in town in London to have a drink. That's what we're doing. Um, please come. And on the second, we've got Sparkassen Giro Bochum, um, the German round of the of the uh, Road World Cup. I am awesome. very 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 excited yeah, about that, that um, that's we also have just missed the bmx world championships oh really oh my have we god missed them or are they this weekend let I me just google let me google that for you sarah 
Um, BMX World Champs, dun, 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 dun. Belgium, 21st to 25th of July. Who's done Zolder? That's this weekend, yeah, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Um, yeah, I am excited about that. I think I know who you want to win. Ah, ah. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, a, it's a, let me put it this way. Um, their initials are sequential letters in the alphabet. Oh, that's 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 interesting. Isn't that isn't a it? nice little mystery? Yeah, like she's work not, that out. She's not. She's not the top. Um, it's Car- we love Carrie Buchanan, yeah. um, Australian. Australian. I'm a bit of a mongrel, really. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, she's got a lot of fighting. Um, it, the, the, the 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 current world champ and the uh, and the favorite is Mariana Pajon from Colombia. Um, Elise Post from the USA is also another one to we'll look out for. Yeah. As is. Um, but- Stephanie Hernandez from Venezuela. But it's, yeah, yeah you know what? You know what? In Australian terms, there's, there is better than a mongrel. Go on. An underdog mongrel. So yeah. yeah I don't think this girl's an underdog, man. Why we love her, what she'll also be doing out there is she. She's um the, the BMX worlds are a little bit crazy because they have worlds for lots of different um uh age groups and stuff like that and um so she'll be out there they start the youngest um, amanda spratt went out to bmx worlds when she was 10 years old but they've got categories from from um five years old so um and carrie buchanan uh runs her um her her a team for young young girls in in young aussie girls so she'll also be out there like cheering on like the yeah. little eight-year-olds and 12-year-olds uh-huh. and 30 I was at 14 year olds that she knows um, in a kind of crazy, beautiful way. So, yes. Yeah. And it's live. It's live if you want to watch the BMX Worlds. They're live this weekend. Awesome. Well, thank you for, for joining us and, um, yeah, and catching up. And it looks like we will have, again, no shortage of things to talk about when we see you again next week. Yes, yes. Thank you for listening.